Welcome to this HR Latte exclusive. Today's employer branding into tomorrow's employee engagement. Are they happy? Counting down. Five, four, three, two. Welcome to HR Latte, your connection to all things HR. Today's great HR department is foundational for today's successful business. Listen in as host Rayanne Thorne gets personal with practitioners and technologists, experts and thought leaders who care about the world of human resources. And now for your next cup of talent management, whipped to perfection. Hey, everybody. Welcome to HR Latte. This is Rayanne Thorne, your host. I am continuing my series, Today's Employer Branding into Tomorrow's Employee Engagement. I'm very excited to introduce my next guest in this series, Chrissy Glover Thornhill, who is the Global Employer Brand Manager at Salesforce. Hey, Chrissy, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. I know it's a very busy time of year, and I'm really thankful that you were able to carve out a little bit of time to talk to me about this really interesting and important topic that is affecting HR departments and talent acquisition teams all over the world. I had a great opportunity to talk with Matthew Jeffrey of SAP based out of London, and I'm excited to talk to you. And I know that you are with Salesforce and are located in San Francisco, but I want you to give me a quick intro of you, what you do, why my listeners should care about what you have to say. So that's just giving us a rundown of what you do and your role at Salesforce and how you serve your market. Well, first of all, it's my pleasure to be on the show with you today. I figured the the best way to do this would go back and talk a little bit about my background. I actually have eight years experience in a recruiting function, and I, I have an emphasis on social media, marketing, PR, internal communications. So I started as a recruiter and picked up all of the other pieces along the way. So now I'm actually at Salesforce. And I'm responsible for showcasing our employer brand on various social media channels, encouraging the external employee engagement and employee-generated content online. I do a lot of content marketing to our target audiences and and nurturing the pipeline of candidates that we know we'd be interested in. And then... I also uh, enable our recruiters and employees and hiring managers to represent Salesforce accurately and powerfully across the globe. Great. Thank you for that introduction. This whole series has really been diving in deep into employer branding. One of the things that I like to get out in the open right at the top of a conversation is the understanding of what employer branding is. You've obviously come to this with a great background, having done social media and recruiting, which was kind of the birthplace, I think, of where employer branding took place. And we didn't really talk about it more than three or four years ago. It's something that's really come back into or come into the forefront in the last couple of years. And and I think it's only going to become more important as we see employer brands of major companies become tarnished because of social media, because employees and candidates can actually talk about online what their experiences have been. So I'd love for you to give us maybe your view of what employer branding is and how you think it has evolved over the last several years. A few years ago, with the emergence of social media and the shift in marketing, um, employer brands really became a two-way conversation. 
the employer tells their story, the employee tells their version of the same story. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But what I've really noticed is the last couple of years, everyone's voice has gotten exponentially louder, both the employer and the employee. So for example, companies are building entire strategies around Glassdoor. They're building strategies on ways to um, get more employees to leave reviews since it's typically the upset employee that's voluntarily going to Glassdoor. Companies are recognizing uh, not to shy away from Glassdoor and, and sites such as that, that it's actually a good thing to get your employees to leave reviews. You're happy employees that are going to help tell the rest of your story. They're not the ones that are going on Glassdoor. And so I think that's been one of the ways that everyone's voice has gotten louder. I would agree. And thank you for that explanation. I love talking about this topic. And I don't think we're going to tire of it. So let's talk a little bit more about employee engagement and the impact that employer brand has on it. Do you think that true happiness of the employee can be attained simply by really having a great employer brand and then from there diving into employee engagement and making sure that the employee's voice is heard or that there is that engagement, that two-way communication. Is happiness, true happiness possible? I do think true happiness is possible, but I actually think that employee engagement comes first. And then you have a strong employer brand. I really think the key is employee engagement. So you're not going to have a strong employer brand if it doesn't first start with engaging the employees. And one of the things that we do here at Salesforce, it's really hard work, but our number one priority is to engage the employee. And then I take all of those tidbits of what's happening in the office and I share them with the world from an employer brand perspective, or I'm really nudging employees to share their experience. But a little bit about what we do at Salesforce and the foundation of it. We have a team of over 20 people that are focused solely on engaging our employees around the country, whether it be through their new hire onboarding journey that actually lasts a year, a year long, or wellness activities throughout the year, or consistently volunteering. We just offer a lot of different programs. And one thing I've noticed is I could say that it's true for any employer I've ever worked for, but at Salesforce, there's a really true commitment. There's a true commitment to engaging the employees. And we don't have to do a whole lot to get them to share it with the world. That's really important. And one of the benefits of having a brand that is well-known, right? You probably have potential employees that come anyway to see opportunities that are available, but then it's absolutely necessary to provide this great experience as a candidate or as a job seeker in order to keep them interested and allow them to have the opportunity to say nice things about their experience and about the organization. I I imagine there's a little bit of pressure when it comes to that. Do you feel like there's a little bit of pressure to really maintain a a high level of a great employer branding experience, a great candidate experience? I think it's absolutely crucial. One of the things that I always stay focused on is that our employers are our greatest brand ambassador and they happen to have the loudest voice as a result of social media and Glassdoor. Uh, And we know from studies that 92% of people trust friends and family over a brand. 
And so an awesome marketing presence just isn't enough anymore. It really takes both parties. Do you think that's because of social media or do you think that actually helped to grow social media? The fact that we have as a society, as a modern society and how we get our information, how we communicate with family, with friends, with business colleagues, with other businesses that if we're looking at consumer brands, I mean, it's kind of like the chicken and the egg, right? So has Mm -hmm. this desire to have that communication caused social media to grow or did social media actually incite a new new way for us to communicate? Uh, Hands down, I think social media just created a new way for us to communicate. And you'll notice that all of the things that are happening in recruitment social media right now were happening five years ago in the traditional corporate marketing departments. And I think that that a lot of companies are just just now catching on and actually using a lot of the same tactics that have been used for years, just not in the recruitment or HR right. world. Right. And it's, I love to see it. I love to see the crossover that's happening now. As a former recruiter who has gone into the world of marketing, it's great for me to see and see how these two functions that were not too connected before, how they are working together now and, and the crossover is, is really incredible, especially when you consider the consumer brand and how its impact the type of impact that it can have on employer brand or vice versa, the impact that employer brand can have on consumer brand. Let's talk about some of your own initiatives that you've started there at Salesforce or maybe a past organization that you've worked with. Can you share some successes that you've had with employer branding? Absolutely. I think my favorite one right now at Salesforce that has just really taken off is our Instagram account. So it's the uh, the handle Salesforce Jobs. Fun. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, you should. And so what I'm doing on the Salesforce Jobs Instagram channel is I'm sharing uh, what's happening across the world in all of our offices through pictures. And I'm finding so much more engagement on Instagram than I've ever seen for any brand I've worked for on Twitter. And I've had a really surprising benefit. And that is the more I share what our employees are doing around the world, the more engaged our employees are becoming. So for example, we have this culture that's built around Ohana and the Aloha way of life and Hawaiian themes are worked into everything we've done, oh. everything we everything we do here. And actually Mark Benioff, our CEO, he started us out that way. It's just we've never shared it with the world. So stay tuned. The handle will actually <laughs> the handle will be changing to Salesforce Ohana. I love that. <laughs> Soon. So stay tuned. I think that'll happen in January and I'm very thrilled about that. But what I've been doing is sharing all of the Ohana and Aloha way of life things that we're doing across the globe. And what I've started to see is, you know, our employees in London see that here in San Francisco, we really do wear Hawaiian shirts on Fridays and it really (laughs) is Aloha Friday. And then they see that our employees in Tokyo who, you know, tend to have a very professional, different cultural environment. Now they're wearing Hawaiian shirts, you know, on Fridays. And then London, London pipes up and they've got Hawaiian shoes, you know, that they're wearing. And so I think what you find in a company as large as Salesforce, we have about 18,000 employees and we hire roughly 1,500 every quarter. Love it. Is that 
maintaining our culture becomes more and more crucial. And also because there are so many moving parts inside the organization, you have a tendency to only be in touch with your local area or your department or team. And what's happening in Toronto isn't necessarily the same sort of employee engagement that's happening in Amsterdam. And they don't know what each other is doing because it's just not as relevant for them to be connected inside the organization. So what Instagram does for us is it kind of cuts through the noise. And I'm curating the best of the best uh, employee engagement uh, stories that are out there across the country. And I'm sharing them on Instagram. And teams are getting in competition with each other to see, you know, who can who can outdo their Hawaiian party. And so I think it's been just an amazing way. I, I started it out as just recruitment social media and wanting to market our employee experience. And as a result, it's actually become another forum and channel for engaging our employees. This is great information, exactly what I was hoping we would be able to uncover and talk about in this series. I've been speaking with Chrissy Thornhill, who is the, I want to make sure I get this right this time, Chrissy, the Global (laughs) Employer Brand Manager at Salesforce out of San Francisco. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Dovetail Software. We'll be right back. HR Latte is brought to you by Dovetail Software a SaaS-based HR case management and help desk solution to ease today's HR departments into tomorrow. Simple but powerful real-time employee engagement, knowledge management, and detailed analytics empower human resource departments and shared services teams to effectively handle any type of employee interaction. Dovetail Software, by HR, for HR. Okay, and we are back. This is HR Latte with Rayanne Thorne. My guest, Chrissy Thornhill of Salesforce. She's the global employer brand manager there. And we've been talking about employer branding, about employee experience and employee engagement. Chrissy, right before the break, you mentioned culture. And I love that we are still talking about culture. It was really big five to 10 years ago. We were talking about how important fit was, how important it was that the new hires, when they came into an organization, that they were a great fit for the organization. And so now we can get a better idea because of social media, because of how much we can share, what it is like to work for an organization. And we really get a great understanding of employer brand and how truthful impactful it is because of social. I want to talk with you a little bit more about a poor employer brand. There are many organizations out there that have had their share of bad press when it comes to an employer brand. And so I'd love for you to give us your view on how a poor employer branding experience and possibly a poor poor employee engagement experience, how this can impact the success of an organization. Absolutely. So there's the obvious impact of poor employer branding, and that is quality of hires decrease or positions are left open or the company has to pay a higher salary to make up for the missing strong culture. And as a result, the business just simply can't perform. But there's a lot of stats available these days on this sort of thing. So one of the things that I'm doing at Salesforce and, and focus really strongly on is enabling our recruiters 
to uh, communicate our employer brand accurately. So I think not only can it be a poor employer brand that hurts you, but I think it can also be your employees and recruiters and hiring managers not being able to accurately describe your employer brand. So we know that 75% of job seekers consider a company's employer brand before applying to a job. So that's huge. We know that recruiters who have a strong employer brand are twice as likely to receive responses from a candidate that they contact. So that's huge. A strong employer brand basically makes the recruiter's job a little bit easier. So with a poor employer brand, it can make it extremely tough. One of the things that I've been saying for the last several years is that the companies that will be successful in the next two to five years are the companies, and by when I say companies, I mean the CEOs and the C-suites that are paying just as much attention to their employer brand as their consumer brand. Because without your people, right, you have nothing. Right. I've been very, we're very fortunate here at Salesforce with Mark Benioff, who just is is just leading a pack <laughs> every every direction. But I'm really excited to see CEOs engaging more on this topic. And then another another fun stat that I've come across actually a year or so ago is that Lippincott and LinkedIn did a joint study together and they determined that a strong employer brand can actually increase your stock prices by 35%. Wow. Over a cumulative stock performance over a five-year period. And so if you've just a little advice, if you're at a company (laughs) and you don't have the attention of your C-suite or your CEO, pull all of that intel and that data from Glassdoor. And I promise you, if you just score 15 minutes (laughs) to share some of that information and you share stats such as that to go along with it, their their ears are going to perk up. And, And so it's just been a really exciting time. I've really noticed CEOs starting to pay attention to this. That is so important too. I mean, the best way to get the attention of the C-suite is the bottom line, right? To talk about the right. dollar amount and how it can impact the organization. And when we talk about success, we're not just talking about the money that is made, but also the joy within the organization, how the organization grows, how they partner. One thing that my CEO has actually talked about is, do you want to partner with an organization that has a bad employer brand? What is that? Or a employer brand or a bad employee engagement or poor employee experience, how does that impact how the employees work? How will that impact your partnership, right? So there's so many different ways that this can affect how your business grows, how your business changes, how your business partners with other businesses. And if your business is a B2B, your consumer brand is with other businesses, right? And that will, mm-hmm. that will affect how your, how your organization is viewed. For the last year, 2015, employee engagement has topped the charts of an important issue that is talked about, that is written about, that is tweeted about, that blog posts, podcasts, here I am doing one, podcasts are focusing on employee engagement. And I think it's been pretty clear from our conversation here how important the employer brand is and the effect that it can have on employee engagement. Is that something that Salesforce has been really focusing on, that they understand that connection? Absolutely. We have full support of that. And I 
you know, I have to say that Salesforce is truly focused on engaging our customers and engaging our employees. And when you get those steps right, the rest falls into place. Love it. Love it. So you think we're still going to be talking about it in 2016? You know, as you look ahead at the end of 2016, if we have this conversation again, do you think we're going to be talking about employer branding and employee engagement still? I do think we'll still be talking about employee engagement. I hope we're still talking about employee engagement because I think there's a lot of companies that are going to go underwater if, oh. if employee engagement falls off the radar. Right. Can you share any final words with us as the time always goes fast, especially when we're talking about a topic that's so interesting like employer branding and employee engagement? Any final words of wisdom you can share with us or anything fantastic that you've seen in 2015? I know that I will be connecting with you and following you on Instagram at Salesforce Jobs and looking for the change on at Salesforce Ohana. That's so wonderful. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, I am really excited about it too. I'm right in the midst of the whole rollout program. Woohoo! Takes a lot of employee engagement internally inside the organization and then also outside of the organization. So that's been a ton of fun. If I had to give one more piece of advice, it was something that we just happened to have not touched on yet. It's actually about Glassdoor and competitive intelligence. So, you know, while we've talked a little bit about all of that intel and all of that incredible data that you can get about your own company on Glassdoor, you can get a lot of intel on other companies on Glassdoor as well. And that gives you an opportunity to do some benchmarking and to track some trends and really see areas where you might be falling a little short. And that is also a very powerful tool a very powerful set of information to be bringing to your C-suite and your your key leaders to uh, get their attention as well. Love it. Chrissy Thornhill, thanks so much for joining me today. So remember, folks, you heard it from Chrissy here. Check out Glassdoor. A lot of intelligence out there, not just on Glassdoor, on the report that she suggested, that a strong how important a strong employer brand is. And also, Chrissy, before you get away, can you tell us how we can learn more about you and Salesforce, how we can reach you? Absolutely. So, of course, the handle Salesforce Jobs is on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Glassdoor. And then I can be reached on most social channels with the same handle, and that is Chrissy Glow, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-G-L-O. And then you can find me on LinkedIn as Chrissy Thornhill. Perfect. Thanks. Chrissy Glover Thornhill is our guest today. Chrissy makes her living as the global employer brand manager at Salesforce. It has been such a pleasure to have you on the show. We need to have you back next year and see how the at Salesforce Ohana shift impacted your organization and your department. I can't wait to find out. That'll be great. Thanks, Chrissy. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We will be continuing this series today's employer branding into tomorrow's employee engagement. So listen in here at HR Latte. 